0: Welcome to Entitled to Overcome, exploring solutions for life today. A presentation of Take 12 Recovery Radio. And now, here are your co-hosts, Dave Fleming and the Monty Man. Sing it, Dave, sing it.
1: That's the rockin' voice of Mr. Dave Fleming, certified, well, he's just certified, <laughs> Welcome to entitled. We're to not over-
0: all here because we're not, not all alive. there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to entitled to overcome it's solutions for life. To today, today there is a solution for life, uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, some stuff today. Uh, before we get into any of that, though, so before I forget, before we do the stuff. Um, coming up on September seventh uh, at Marion Square Park in Salem is Hands Across the Bridge. This is the twelfth annual Hands Across the Bridge. Uh, we're gonna have a DJ there, live music, funds, games. There's gonna be a be a, a, a bridge, of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> funds, games, bridge. <laughs>
1: there's gonna be a bridge, and there's gonna be hands, oh. and we're gonna be joining we're hands across the bridge. The bridge. Um, and uh, this is going to be from 2 to 7 p.m., but at 5 o'clock is the main event where attendees will walk over the Marion Street Bridge to honor those in recovery, to remember those lost to addictions and mental health challenges in the past year. Uh, so and- yeah, that brings that reminds me of a joke,
0: right? Oh, <laughs> no, why did the addicts cross the bridge? Why? I don't know (laughs) because they were told to. (laughs) They were told. (laughs) Or they were
1: told not to, and so they did it. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So, anyway, that's September 7th. Uh, Dave, you'll be in Washington, right? Maybe.
0: Unless I got to work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So, anyway, the mission to that is free. So, come on out if you're uh, in the area. It's uh, big doings out there. And uh, we'll have our Take 12 radio booth, and uh, you can meet the Monty Man and whoever else decides to join me out there. Uh, So there's that there. Um, dee 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 dee. So I've got, this is, uh, you've probably heard of this. For our ice, icebreaker, I've got some juicy stuff for you. So let's. Uh, I, I got one today. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, goody. So we better do our little intro here. What time is it? And Tick the tock. clock is ticking. Tick tock. Tick tock. Okay, what do you got, Dave? Let's let's see what you got. Well
0: uh, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh I don't even know what to say on this. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> so I I'm driving uh home yesterday. Yeah. Right, down uh ninety nine ninety nine right otherwise known as what Pacific Boulevard? Sure. Uh, and I'm heading, uh, I'm going through Tangent, you know, and heading over to get on 34 and, and head home. And <clears throat> coming the opposite direction is this guy in, in a, uh, I think it was a Toyota. Yeah. Uh, had no front windshield. <laughs> Well, that's not unusual around here <laughs> i was just like man i said you know it, it was a little and no helmet it or was, glasses on right no just, i mean he was kind of looking down like uh like he was trying to dodge some of the wind over the top of the steering wheel yeah when he was driving he had some place to get to but bud. yeah it's you know <laughs> i thought to myself only in oregon but right when I, then, then I, when I thought about it i said well you know Back in the day, I might have done – I don't know if I would have done that, but, you know, I, I've – when you're short of funds – You're short of funds, but you still got to get – do what th- you got to do to get to where you got to go, That's right? That's true. And maybe he was taking – you know, I thought about it. I was thinking about this morning on the way over here. I thought, well, maybe he was, you know, on his way to take it into the shop. Or not. <laughs> well, it, it, just to kind of Could tell be. the other part of the – you know, yeah. the picture that I saw, is it looked like uh, the he ran, was in a car accident. Oh. And the front was smashed, the hood was smashed. Right. And the hood probably looked like it flit, had flipped up and smashed the the windshield. Yeah, yeah. And that's... What happened. Yeah. yeah so they had right. the, the hood was tied down in the front. So it probably wasn't because of choice. <laughs> well, you had to drive the thing. Right. Right? Yeah. So... Like I said, maybe he was taking it to the shop. Could be. We'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But you know, he could have just as well been heading to the to the <laughs> the uh, dope man's house. <laughs> well, there is a, a recreational marijuana shop. Oh yeah, the tangent pharmacy, right there, right so, there. Yeah, you know, right I, next to the salon. I thought, well, maybe he's he's going there.
1: Well, speaking of of pharmacies, we, we
0: go to all any any limits, right? any, any limits, any lengths. Well, yeah. To get to 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 sobriety or, or or addiction, whatever, dude. I walked
1: I walked from Albany, Oregon, to the other side of wow. Salem and back one time. I never did find any drugs, but I thought maybe if I walked, I could find some. <laughs> I still have a scar on my foot from the blister that that was created to remind me of the lengths I would go to for insanity. Right, right. So, uh, well, that's interesting. I remember, um, I, I always wanted one of those old Army Jeeps. The old kind where the windshield would actually fold down onto the hood. Yeah, the willies. Yeah, so you could drive that without any windshield at all. That's your ultimate convertible. Um, yeah. So this is, have you heard of the International Church of Cannabis? Have you heard of this? No, but nothing surprises me. The uh, the Church of Pot. <laughs> I like to call it uh, COP mm. um, well the International Church of Cannabis is now open uh, to the public Friday from 1 to 3pm and Saturday and Sunday from 12 to 6pm uh, this is in another than Colorado there is no consumption of cannabis allowed during these hours but dave you may come and tour the breathtaking property and take as many pictures as you like however without written uh without written consent Uh, however if you're interested in attending an out outside service you may sign up for a private tour during other hours if you know what i mean <laughs> no um members of the international Church of cannabis Please are known it. they're known as elevationists they believe in elevating themselves um so these Take tours it
0: <laughs> th- th- puts a whole new spin on Colorado Rocky Mountain High so right. um so the, is there are, are, are do they play? is there worship music Grateful Dead Probably that in John Denver songs. I don't know, but they they uh, these
1: tours that you can go on that are not Sorry, during Jerry. during regular hours. Though well, those are where they um, they meditate by consuming the sacred flower. They call it um, through ritual guided spiritual practice. Church members use the sacred flower to reveal the best version of self. Discover a creative voice and enrich their community with the fruits of their creativity. Unlike other belief systems, there is no need to convert to elevationism. It claims no divine law uh, or doctrine and no authoritation or structure. The International Church of Cannabis mission is to offer a home to adults everywhere who are looking to create the best version of themselves by way of the sacred plant. Our, li- our, our life stance is that an individual spiritual journey in search for meaning is one of self-discovery that can be accelerated with ritual cannabis use. Elevationists claim no divine authority nor authoritarianism or structure. Therefore, those of all religions and cultural backgrounds are welcome to visit our chapel and take part in our celebrations. <laughs> This, this, this list goes on and on uh, I, I I was going to give I'm you I'm
0: confused I
1: was going to give you the website But I'm not even going to do that The sacred
0: flower Um, the, the holy flower
1: So somebody asked Isn't this just an excuse to smoke weed? And their answer is This is Denver We can all legally consume cannabis here already No All we are doing is claiming our constitutional right To freely practice our religion or not pay taxes on your building is what you mean. So what,
0: what are the guidelines to actually creating a religion? I don't know. You
1: are when you say you are. Um it, but the, but but see now they they want people to be able to express themselves but you have to be an adult to do that. So minors are excluded. That's isn't that that's offensive to me. <laughs> Well, you you're have not a, letting my child experience you spiritual have a spiritual choice. Um, what is the meaning of life? It says, I have no idea what the meaning of life is, <laughs> but I would guess it is to find your own meaning. An elevationist, I would say that your spiritual journey to find your meaning may be um, accelerated by using the sacrament of cannabis. Life has no ultimate meaning that can be understood outside of our own terribly short time on this planet. We can only live the best that we can, enjoy the most, love the most, and be the most. Because we will all die, we exist only in memory. And everyone gets a trophy. (laughs) Why should anybody take you seriously, one person wrote. Should we be taken as seriously as the folks who believe that Jonah lived in the belly of a giant fish? or that the wife-a-lot turned into a pillar of salt? Isn't it interesting who they attack here? They don't attack Native American culture. They don't attack Buddhism. They don't attack uh, um, uh, uh, the Muslims. They attack the Christian faith or the Jewish faith. That's who they attack, the Bible. They don't use any other... Because
0: that's the, the right the most... Uh, <laughs> what is the word I'm trying to trying to find here? So that's the one we hear about the most, right? Right. That's the one they talk about the most. That's the one that they play. They have make movies about. Sure. So there's all kinds of different stories. Well, there's other things that don't pose a threat. Uh, 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 well, you don't. They don't talk about it as no. much. Um, that's 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 the difference. They don't know anything about the other religions, basically. So that's why they don't talk about yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you believe in God? It says. Well,
0: elevationists are on
1: their own spiritual journey. Some believe in the God of Abraham. Some do not. Generally, as a group, we refer to a universal creative force and leave it up to the individual to decide what that means. Is that Abraham Smith? Maybe. I I, I think I know that guy. <laughs> do you allow kids in the church? No, we do not allow anyone under 21 um, while the sacrament is being burned. There is a significant scientific evidence that suggests that cannabis is not appropriate for the adolescent mind, really? <laughs> and the law says that twenty one is the minimum age for the consumption of alcohol and cannabis, which we consider to be appropriate. Children are not allowed in our church during consumption,
0: but they can stand outside and smoke.
1: Oh. So that's the and I guess the if if you are unfortunate enough to visit the website, they have a video of how they painted the inside of this thing. And it's it's done really well, but it's all psychedelic rainbow stuff, you know, the stuff that we used when we used to sit in our rooms with the black light on and stare at the melting faces and all that kind of, stuff, you know, it's all don't
0: include me in that. I am including you. Don't you know exactly what that. I'm
1: talking about.
0: <laughs> I did not partake in those things.
1: There's a program for liars, you know. It's I think it's probably a 25 step program.
0: Marijuana did not do anything for me. So,
1: no, it didn't do anything. I I consumed it, but it was like a last ditch effort to change the way I was feeling cuz it just I kind of felt sick actually. I'd end up sitting in the corner like a piece of lettuce, just worthless. I didn't. Everybody wanted to go do stuff, not me, man. I was Mr. Go Go Chemical guy. Was like,
0: give me a pillow.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: There's one time, and I, it was just because of uh, uh, probably the state of mind we were in even beforehand. Right. Me and me and a buddy, we we uh, we we were blessed with some some marijuana. <laughs> yeah, blessed by it. Yeah, yeah. We had stuck me. some we had stuck some in a shoebox and put it in the closet and forgot about it for a right. while. Well, we pulled it out and one day we sat around we were listening to we were listening to Rush smoking yeah. and for whatever reason we just we we couldn't stop laughing. <clears throat> we laughed for like 6 hours straight. I couldn't <laughs> we, you know, just being being dorks. Right. Uh, but that's the only time I ever was enjoyed it any got any enjoyment out of you know, I I tried acid a couple times, and I was with people that were jerks, and so I didn't really have a most a, a enjoyable experience. experience. But I never did the the tripping out on black lights. I mean, the closest I got to any of that was when I was sober and went to the planetarium. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, once I
1: discovered the go 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 chemical, I didn't oh, have yeah. time to sit around and you know meditate on whatever. You know, the Beatles songs and stuff like that. I was out doing stuff, man. Right. I had things to do. I had cars to tear apart, rooms to paint, houses to build, none of which ever got completed. But uh, I had an agenda, yeah. man. I, I had
0: did. all that stuff to do. I, I had people to visit. and yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was not the guy that was hiding out in the basement playing video games, right? Smoking pot <laughs> yeah, at, at, at age forty. Um, and
1: so, anyway, there you go. International churches of, yeah. of of cannabis, and of course, it's in
0: uh, Denver. So you know, surprised I, they don't change the name of the town to cannabis.
1: I, I really am. Uh, but you know, I mean, I. At least at least they're being honest they they want to claim their right to be stoned in public there's so many people that are 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 saying oh I just they, they're claiming all sorts of other things these these guys are just coming out and saying look at we just want to be inebriated and change the way we are feeling by this natural plant be able to walk around stoned at well is being honest they about
0: it. they they got uh, smart about it i guess if you want to look at it this way is like Because you can't really be intoxicated in public. I mean, there's laws against that. You can't be drunk in public. Right. So, I mean, I've seen people that are high off their gourd on marijuana in public uh, and, you know, gotten arrested. They're not just because it's it's just because it's legal, you're not supposed to be. Not able to, so they just yeah bought some land and then started a church and right. saying now come on the my land and you can smoke all you want out here. And so as
1: long as they don't do it, do it during in the church in it, during the the uh, certain hours. Right, you can come and do it off hours. Now it's the same building, it's the same place, all that. But they're 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 just getting around it by wording and and it's been said the the news report I read on it uh, said that it's the first public place
0: where this is being allowed well you know what it won't last very long you know why why because people that are that their mind is altered right mess things up yeah they don't follow the rules you tell and there'll be somebody that are on the other side of that that's going to be looking at trying to trip them up yeah and And so it'll happen it'll yeah there's always somebody there's always at least one person that'll mess it up for the rest
1: there's always a party pooper (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, look at that! Look at that, uh, whatever his name was, fresh or whatever, out in right. Uh, you know, look what happened to that yeah. deal. It was like this big thing it was gonna yeah. change the world, and then it was just another cult. Yeah, all about sex and drugs and yeah. meditation. <laughs> meditation, baby.
1: All right, well, that's the icebreaker uh, for this <laughs> week. Yay! All right, we'll be back uh, squirrel with the topic squirrel right after this don't go away Over-call. when you're a wait what it's almost time it sure is for the seventh annual hope Fest. Arizona! Saturday, September 29th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. in the Avapai County Courthouse Plaza in beautiful downtown Prescott, Arizona. Live music, local and national recording artists, guest speakers, free family fun zone, car and motorcycle show, the Hope Serious Community Resource Fair, Food Vendors, and so much more. And headlining the music this year, it's Sayla. That's the 7th Annual Hope Fest, Arizona, Saturday, September 29th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Visit www.hopefestaz.com.
0: And now, back to more solutions for life today with Dave Fleming and The Monty
1: what are you laughing about?
0: <laughs> oh Lord! Are you
1: reading more about the Church of Cannabis? Uh,
0: the the, the <laughs> thing about what's up with the whole four twenty? Oh yeah, right. Right, that was hilarious. I was like, really? <laughs> How stoned really are you? I know. <laughs> oh gosh, they're 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 mixing up uh, Christianity and paganism, right? Well, they do have a point. <laughs> have you ever read um Well, the Christian, Christian Paganism the book? Well, they didn't the Christians didn't take the eggs and the rabbits and incorporate that into Easter. It was it was uh, the shop owners and and people that wanted to right. make money off but of But see,
1: they 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 we we have taken pagan rituals and turned them into Christian holidays. We have done that in some instances. But they're they're taking they're doing that blanket thing where they're saying, okay, this is a Christian nation, and look what the nation has done. See, they don't even know what they're talking about. So well, that's because they're they're
0: stoned. Dude. Put down the bong.
1: <laughs> All right, the topic... It brings uh, a
0: new meaning to flower power. Huh? Right,
1: it does, doesn't it?
0: Um, We're going, dude. So <laughs> the question was posed...
1: Who? <laughs> Sorry. I what just, happened to the simple, I just, just had, you know just had to do that. the simple stoner. <laughs> what happened to the simple stoner? Oh boy, oh boy. Mm. Uh, so the question was posed: what have you learned from your significant other while in recovery? Uh <laughs> and one guy wrote uh, to not have a significant other. That's what I've learned. Uh, I suppose. I don't think that's what we were looking for, but um, what can I say? What have you learned, Dave, <laughs>
0: from your significant other, from your wife? Oh, wow. Uh, I learned a lot of things. Probably some of the things that um, I probably should have learned sooner. But, sure. You know, I one of the things that, the biggest thing that stands out in in this was after I got sober and saved, and was working on myself for a while. But yeah, uh, me and my wife spent some time apart, uh, just because I needed to. I needed to get my 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 act together. And after we got back together, like the first year, I think we were back together, was a little uh, tricky because my wife still, um, she was conditioned to act or react to me in my old self gotcha. uh, as my old self was right. Oh, so the new guy was neuter. So the new guy didn't react or didn't act yeah. the same. So when things, you know, if she, you know, if she said something, I didn't react in the same way they did before. You bet. And so, uh, some things change. And, but part of, part of the old me and in, as I'm in this process, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm working on myself and, uh, I think I was actually work. I was doing uh, the love dare, you know, from the movie Fireproof. Fireproof, yeah. And so I was doing uh, the love dare. Um, yeah, I think that was one part one time when I was doing it myself. But anyway, so there's some things in there that they that you do on a daily basis, uh, and they kind of stack on each other. And one of them, uh, yeah, I can't remember exactly what day it was, or what the reading was, was basically, um, something to the fact that, uh, you know, you don't always have to prove that you're right. Hmm. And so in, in conversations, and I don't know how many of you out there have been, you know, with your wife or significant other, uh, either currently or in, in the past, you know, you, Sometimes you get in these arguments, and and you feel like you're right, and they feel like they're right, and you both are just like not, no one's giving in. Yeah, right. Not, and so you start, yeah. you know, uh, sometimes people start bringing things up from the past or saying hurtful things, not intentionally, but it's like I don't have anything, more, I don't have any more ammo, and I want them to shut the hell up. Right. I mean, basically, that's I mean, I'm, the truth. I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. that, but it's like no. Yeah. You're wrong. I'm right. Shut the hell up and listen to what I'm saying. Yep. Yep. Right. That's kind of. I that, mean, if we're honest with ourselves, that's you. Pin, you pinned it, buddy. Right. And you and did. so as you know, when God got a hold of me, and was working my life. Um, you know, the only thing you have to change is everything. So, I thought about those things, and I was like, no, I, I really don't. I don't need to prove that I'm right. I mean, even if I am right. Why do I need to prove that I'm right? So why did you feel like you needed to prove you were right? I don't know, man. I think it was more out of fear than anything else. And it didn't have Nothing right. to do with her.
1: Right. I think you're right. It I think was it's like fear this of loss of control. It was fear, this yeah. whole
0: thing that I grew up that I grew up with. Yeah. In in my life about not having any control, not having any say, uh being always being told or feeling like you're being told that you're wrong about everything, no matter what it is, even if you were right. You're getting told by an adult or somebody that you look up to or has power over you yeah. that you're wrong. You're doing the wrong thing. You're saying the wrong thing. Whatever it is, so and you so, have to make up for that. And so, I think in life, as I I went through being on my own and trying to you know do yeah. what I call on the job training, right, right, learning as you go. Um, I had to be the best at whatever I was doing. And so, you know, I had, if someone was telling me that, you know, something that I, I, that I knew was wrong, now maybe I am right and they're wrong. And so I got to like, I got to prove it to them Yeah, or I'm proving it more to myself. Right. Like, Hey, look at, you know, look, look at me, appreciate me for my knowledge. You know, I'm a Mm -hmm. smart guy, Mm -hmm. so you should Mm -hmm. listen to what I say and appreciate me. I mean, that's basically what I'm saying. Um, but I'm doing it in the wrong way. Yeah, I'm trying to force people to, yeah, to you know accept what I'm saying as as gospel and and you know shut the hell up, not question me.
1: And I think a lot of people that are, that may be listening right now, if they'd be honest, because I'll be the first to raise my hand that you just that is so accurate.
0: I think we are so like that, right? And and you know I. I uh, over the years, I learned a few things along the way from 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 you know smarter people than me, and one of those things was you can think whatever you want, but it matters what you say or what you do with that. And mm. so, putting all these things together, it's like okay, the the I, is in when I'm in recovery, and I feel like I gotta prove, or I start going that down that road where I gotta like prove that I'm right. Right. I have to question like, what are my motives? Why do I need to prove that I'm right? Is it going to? What is it? What is it going to do in this situation? Because to what end? Nine nine times out of ten, I am going to have to hurt that other person emotionally. Yeah. Um. Through this interaction, and so I don't want to do that. So there's no reason why I have to prove it. You know, kind of that. Yeah. It's okay to. You know, agree to disagree kind right, of thing on right. So it's a hard thing though to put into practice with people that aren't used to doing it that way. Sure, right, and trying sure. to train yourself to do that. So that's kind of how that started. As I would think about, you know, uh, if we started, if I started getting an argument because that first year was, I mean, there was times where, you know, I got so frustrated and so angry uh, that I'm trying to change. I can't make anybody else change, so it has to. I have to do things. Uh, I have to change the way that I do things, uh, and that in when I do that, then everything else changes. And so, in that process, of someone's fighting against me, mm-hmm. that I don't really want to have. I'm trying not to control anymore, or trying not to, you know, be that person. Uh, I I just have to kind of bite my tongue because um, I have to process, you know. Uh, what is it about the situation that I need to that, that I can change, or what can I change in myself? And there's been times where I just wanted to, you know, scream and throw the couch out the front window, but instead I got you know I said I'm I'm going to go for a walk and I go pace up and down the trail <laughs> next to my house, calling my sponsor, going
1: ah
0: right right what do right. I do? And then I right. look at my watch. I'm like oh there's a meeting in like five minutes. I'm out of here. Bye. Yeah. So I'd go you know I'd go i go catch a meeting and, and kind of vent, you know, whatever frustration. I'd be good to go and i come home and everything would be fine. But I had to practice, you know, not trying to have things my way. You know, that whole attitude of if everybody would just do things my way, everything would be fine. Sure. Well, I know that doesn't work. So I, I got to change that. And sometimes it's hard to do that. So So when you were on your own... And it was just
1: you, Dave, and, and the bottle or whatever. And it was just, you know, you could do what you wanted to do or you, you thought you could. That whole dynamic changes. All of a sudden, you're in a relationship. And you uh, people are going to learn different stuff once somebody else comes in their life, whether they like it or not.
0: Right.
1: And they're either going to respond in a, in a way that is going to be beneficial to both parties or it's going to be destructive. And somewhere in the
0: mess and figuring that out, we we learn different stuff. Well, and I had a period of time where me and my wife separated that I I, I needed, you know, looking back at it now, I needed to do that to the work on myself. Right. Because there's, you know, uh, there's times where I was by myself, Um, but I'm not drinking. I'm in recovery. I'm learning how to live life on life's terms and right. all that other right. stuff. Right, right. And so through, so all, through yeah. all the interactions with people, places, and things, I'm learning how to deal with things differently. I'm learning to talk talk to people differently. I'm learning to ask for help. And so it, all of that was like preparing me for the time when me and my wife, when God put be me back my together. wife together. Um, so that when there, because I, I knew there was going to be some pushback just because, I mean, you can't help it. You know, and I think when we got back together, I had like, I don't know. It's probably six years. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. No. Four.
1: Four. That's 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 a good bit of time. Yeah, to be so, separated. And, yeah.
0: And it's still there was still some of that waiting for the the shooter the, the other shooter drop kind of thing even on, though, on her part. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it'd been four years. Yeah. Uh, but she hadn't been around me every day. We saw each other a couple times a week, and we lived there like a mile or two. Apart, Dave,
1: I'm, but... I'm going to be celebrating 21 years on September 2nd, and I still have in laws that are waiting for the foot to drop
0: or the shooter drop they're right. still
1: waiting man it's almost like they're waiting like angry wolves at the gate they're all pacing <laughs> yeah they're pacing big, they're back, back and back forth and yeah. just wait until he because he's gonna do it again you know i mean
0: i don't <laughs> got time for those people right? i don't either they, they and, and they're I just and people pray, i just pray for them and so because that's, that's their yeah when
1: people are like that in your life you just got to
0: you just got let just keep going because they're going to be there, they just are. Well, and, so I had a lot of different circumstances happen over the years, uh, that taught me about uh communicating differently and how to be tolerant and, and helpful to other people. And so, you know, when you're in a you know relationship with a significant other, it brings on a whole different dynamic, right? Because things are closer, mm-hmm. or sometimes you 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 tend to get away with stuff or do stuff that you wouldn't normally do with anybody else because sure. it's, it's, you're, you're so in tune and you're connected and all that stuff. And sometimes, you know, the old, you know, you only hurt the ones you love because they're, you know, the ones that you know how to pick your, you know, pick at your bones. But, uh, so I, I knew all of this stuff going in when we got back together, I knew that this, this was going to happen. I didn't know how long it was going to take. Uh, but I knew that there was going to be a period of time that I was going to have to go through. My wife is didn't was still unsure, right? Because she hadn't been around me. And so uh, through that process, I you know I started processing it. Like when we when those things happened, you know I don't I don't have to prove that I'm right, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you know I love my wife, you know, and we want to learn how to communicate differently, and so. I'm the one that has to take charge of the situation. I'm the one that has to do things differently and for our di- family dynamic to change. And so I had that, it was a cognitive of that the whole time. That was kind of all the forefront of everything that I did when I, um, you know, going to work, you know, I, if my wife was already gone to work, you know, I'd send her a text and say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm heading out, heading, heading out to work. Um, Let her know when I got to work, when I left, I'd, I'd say, hey, I'm, I'm heading home. Do you, do you need anything from the store? Right? So right. there's accountability. Right. Where before, it was like I didn't tell anybody anything that I was doing, where mm-hmm. I was going to be, when I was mm-hmm. going to be there, anything because I wanted to keep everybody on their toes because I still, at some level, didn't trust anybody. I, for whatever reason, I was still stuck. Uh, this was while I was in my addiction. I didn't trust anybody. And so if nobody really knows what I'm doing or where yeah. I'm at or how much money I got or, you know, whatever right. is going on, then I have the upper hand. Right? Sure. So that I can just show up. Because if everyone's on the up and up, I can just show up anywhere, anytime, and everything will be cool. Mm. But if it's not, then they're busted. hmm mm-hmm, Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I lived that way for a long time and it was because of stuff from the past and, you know, uh, never really had any you know problems. The only problem I had was stress on my own life Mm -hmm. and the stress that I caused everybody else because they were, you know, um, my wife was almost, uh, she was, she had some struggle with some abandonment issues over different things over the years. And so that just kind of amplified that abandonment issue because I'm not she don't even know if I'm coming home or not. Right, right. Uh so when I got into recovery and we got back together, that was one of the things that I had to make sure that it that I knew that I needed to do to make sure that she felt safe and comforted and so there wasn't there was no I didn't want to put any undue stress on her. So I mean those are the things that I learned about her over the years that I changed my behavior in order to make her life better, right? Right. To right. make it make, right. it make it easier. Because uh, she's my partner. Um, the other thing that I that happened probably around that same time is you know how you 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 get home from work, right? Because part of that relationship building thing was like you want to talk to your you know your significant other and say, hey, how was your day? Right. Tell tell me about yeah. your day. Right. Well, most guys, <laughs> if we're going to be honest, right, we're problem solvers. Yeah. So, whatever the we issue is, whatever happened right? to them. This person at work, you know, I they know. did this and they said this and da da, da da Right. So, you're formulating a plan on how to fix, oh, your, you know, like guilty. This is what you should do, right? Guilty is charged. And yeah. so, this is how our conversations typically went for years. Right. And so, we get into recovery and, and we're starting to change our relationship dynamics and we're, you know, everything is getting better. And one day, my wife says, you know, you don't always have to fix everything. Sometimes I just want you to listen.
1: Right? I'm just like, I got that too. Boom! That happened to me too. Right? And and, and I for whatever reason, Marcia didn't tell me that for a while. Right. Um, because I I guess I thought that I I thought that she wanted me to give her a solution. I really that, thought that that, that,
0: that that's, comes from. Poor communication skills, right? Right? right. She never said we, that. We all just assumed. They assumed certain things from us, awesome. and we assumed yeah. certain things from them. She just wanted to unload a little bit. Right. She actually was fine. Right.
1: She she had left the problem at work as far as, like, when she go back to work the next day, she's fine with the person. She just needed to dump, and she didn't oh. need me to spread the garbage around and try to figure out right. where the diamonds were. She just didn't need that. There's a video of... Uh, a, lay, a guy and a gal and she's talking to the to her husband to a young couple and she's just had a horrible day and he's trying to fix everything and the camera pulls back and there's a nail in her head and he's trying to tell her how to get the nail out of her head she just wants to talk <laughs> and he doesn't even he, I, it's just
0: crazy right i used to get you know well, I just you know if I can't talk to you, then who do I have to talk to right right, and so now once I'm hearing this, you know you know just just listen <laughs> all this other stuff is coming coming back at me too at the I, same uh, time, and I'm like, whoa, oh, gee, I guess you know that makes sense now well, right? we
1: think the brain the male brain and and please don't misunderstand, ladies, this is just a scientific fact, the male brain <laughs> tends to think logically the female brain tends to think emotionally and together they work together very well. That's why we do well as a team. And so the men need to be a little bit more, more emotional. The women need to be a little more logical, but we, in our logical brain, we shoot ourselves in the foot. Cause I'm looking at Marsha going logically, why wouldn't you want my advice? I know what I'm talking about. I can fix this. And right. she's like, emotionally i just need you to listen and i'm good i'm good i don't need all your truths and all this i don't need it and i'm like well why wouldn't you want it
0: <laughs> right but see here here, here's something that i've that i figured out right you know and, I, and I'll, right. I'll let you borrow this okay and anybody else out there that wants to borrow this so when we're in while you're in that In that conversation, right, honey, how was your day? Right, and they're oh, you know, the 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 you know machine fell apart, and you know, blah blah blah, whatever. So you know, you're listening, and you're trying, maybe even you're trying to do a little reflection, right? Right. So that you know, she knows you're 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 doing some active listening, right? Right. And you're listening, honey. That must have hurt. You're hearing what she's saying, right? Right. Right. Not only that, but at the same time, since we can multitask pretty well. (laughs) Well, sometimes. Yeah,
1: at least we think we can,
0: right? We we get the we formulate the answer, right? Right. Yeah. This is how you fix it. Right. Right. That's what we're doing. And yeah. if that don't work, then you can try this. And so then we take that and we file it. We don't ever say anything, but we file it away in the in the filing cabinet um, in case she comes and asks. Right. And and we we say, honey, if you if you if you need help or if you ever you need anything let me know right so we're giving them uh permission to ask us for for a solution right and we have the solution already stored away in the filing cabinet but we don't have to we don't, we have, don't have to say it right then <laughs>
1: we don't have to fix it that day yeah <laughs> that's good so they know they know it's there but we're not bashing them with it but, you know cuz sometimes they already know the solution too they just need right. to vent and that's good that's good that's good advice you know
0: i, I, I think well it, in if we do we communicate differently uh in a, in a more equally way uh, we 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 empower each other yeah right yeah um i heard something you know i don't know why this popped in my head but i was watching the news the other day, and they're talking about the Benton county radio and how the Uh, I don't know if it was just for the one day or if it was for even for the whole rodeo, but it was all women. Oh, and this one girl who was—I think she was a bull or calf roper. Yeah, she said she started talking like uh, it was a surprise that women can do this. You know, yes, I can do this. Yeah, just like anybody else. And I'm like, who told you you couldn't? Right. I'm thinking to myself, you know. I I love to help empower women, and I just don't understand where this other side of it comes. Well, in. I know this is a squirrel moment here. Yeah, but I don't know. But what I you're mean, saying. you know what I'm saying is like, who told you that you couldn't do because those there things? are people that have,
1: and 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 I'm like you. I'm like, well, of course you can. Right. I mean, I, listen, my wife can do things administratively that I couldn't do in a million years. I I am. T- and one of them is financial. Right. I am horrible. She goes, can I show you the bills? I'm going, no, just, I know you do this. Well, I, my little bipolar brain just goes all sorts of, I can't do it. She is much more capable of doing that stuff. And yet there's this idea that, well, the true business person is really a man. He, he knows how to organize. I I don't don't know. know. I don't know where that comes from. I don't either, because I'll tell you what, my wife is much better at that stuff than I am. Um, and women are can do women do amazing things in this country in this
0: world, and they they I, I as far as i'm concerned they always have always have yeah yeah, so I don't know if it's our
1: egos or what it is society or I think that's changing though um so you have you have actually a devotional thing that you you sent me um and it what I got out of it was pay attention. You know, pay attention to what, what is my wife really saying? What is my best friend
0: really saying? What is my business partner really saying? Well, it's, it's, it, it doesn't even have to even go that deep. I mean, if you can just, how well do you know them? Right. I think that's what the first part of the reading says. Right. I mean, how well do you know them? Do you know what their favorite color is? Do you know, can you remember when their birthday is? Do you know, remember when your wedding anniversary is? Are you paying attention? Right? Are you yeah. paying attention? Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. Take the cotton out of your ease and stick them in your mouth, as they say. Right. Um, and I think if we get to know uh, our partners, we may be surprised. And I, just from my observations, it seems like there's a lot of men out there, and I'm ashamed to say that. Well, I'm not ashamed, but I, it 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 hurts to me to see this is that a lot of people. A lot of men don't really, it isn't the thing that that uh, motivates them. Mm. So they don't, the little details about stuff, they don't remember those things because it's not what they care about. Right. And I don't know I, I just may, I may just be a weirdo. No, I Cause think I'm not, you know, I'm not into like everything is, isn't about sports. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, I'm kind of outside of the box on that. I
1: am, too. I'm not a sports guy. I'm not a hunter. I don't work on cars or any of that kind of stuff. Um, so so I feel kind of left out when it comes to men's ministry things. Um, but, you know, there was something in this this article that you sent me that really hit home with me, um, and, and I'll just reflect it out of something that that I experienced with my wife early in our marriage. So one of the things that Marsha feels is very important to her is when you leave a room, turn off the light. <laughs> she grew up that way. She grew up with, with a large family, right? right? Um, I grew up an only child. So it's a little different. So her dynamics a little different. So um, because kids were constantly turning the lights on and they lived really just at the poverty level, It was very important to them that they didn't spend any more money than they had to. So her dad was very adamant about, you leave a room, you turn off the light. So she's always growing up with that. So I would leave the bathroom. Now, I'm going right back in in five minutes. So my logic brain says, why turn off the light? I'm going right back in. But it's important to her that I turn off the light. And so I'm thinking... Well, this is silly, right? That's that's my uh, uh, you know callous attitude. Well, that's silly, honey. Or actually, if I be truthful, well, that's stupid. Well, how shaming and and demeaning is that to say to your wife or your significant other? Well, that's just a stupid idea. And then I learned that even if it was stupid, that's not the point. Right. If it's important to her. then it should be important to me regardless of how i feel about it so now i make sure i turn off the light and that see for a woman i know this sounds weird guys but that's romantic to them when the guy does the dishes they go that really you know you're sexy when you do that they're not talking about the physical attraction they're talking about the fact that You've taken what's important to them and made it a priority for you because you
0: love them, right? Regardless how you feel. There's a one of the days in the the love dare talks about doing doing something for your significant other uh, that you wouldn't normally do or something. Wrong. I'm probably paraphrasing, right? Um, so I mean, if you're if you're, you know, if if you you guys have come up together with you know your tax tasks are taking out the garbage and uh mowing the lawn and hers is doing the dishes and you know whatever cleaning the bathroom yeah so do something that is that's going to help her out that's out of your wheelhouse so do your own do your thing what you're what you normally do and uh, then clean the bathroom i mean ideally you want to pick something that you enjoy you 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 enjoy doing that, that that's your or you're compromising right that you're okay with, but I mean things like you know the you know whatever it is, man um those uh and we we all know those what we call whatever the honey do lists whatever uh-huh there's al always those things that there's stuff that your wife uh, wants you to get done around the house, yep, and they're always on the list, and for whatever reason you don't seem to get them done or don't you know whatever
1: don't want to get them done
0: <laughs> right, so not only do you you do those things, but you also do the things. That uh, that they normally do, right? Mm-hmm. So that they don't have to do them.
1: Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Little things yeah. like coming up yeah. behind them if they are washing washing dishes and and giving them a little little hug. Yeah, right, right. Just do stuff out of the ordinary. The they gave the example in there about the flowers and how you know a lot of guys will think, oh, that's dumb because that's just a waste of money. But yeah, flowers die, so why would I spend right. money on that? You know, right. I mean. My wife likes flowers but she kind of thinks along the same lines too. It's like, yeah, it's kind of a waste of money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, things that you can keep forever, those are more along those lines. Mm-hmm. Now, I what I what I do every once in a while is and and I do it, I make sure it's not on a a holiday or a birthday. I do it on it just because because I and both of us look at it this way as like if you love somebody, you're going to do something for them no matter what day it is. What you know, is. Don't just do it on Valentine's Day because it's Valentine's Day and everybody else on the planet does it. You know, Do right. this, do those Good things idea. every day of the week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what love is. Not Maybe not every day of the week, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to be have prompted to be on by a that calendar date. Day. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, just out of the blue, I'll uh, send flowers or... Uh, I'll send. Usually, it's balloons or something. I'll send a bouquet uh-huh. of balloons to her, her work. Right, right. Yeah, because I know from past experience that she enjoys that. And then the rest of the girls in the office, they're all jealous, saying, "Oh, I wish I had a guy that would do that for me." Yeah, which makes her feel better. And you know, you know, kind of gives. And her it, a little,
1: it does. I've done that with Marsha at that's work. That's romance. And her her coworker will go. Wow, your husband really loves you, and that just makes her day and then I, then she tells me that her co-worker said that now it's made my day. We've had a great day, right you know, and it costs me very little sometimes because she knows how hard it is for me to 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 walk through the courthouse because of my back and my my disabilities and so forth physically, but I will push through and just show up. And say, hey, honey, I just came by to say I love you. I mean, that means the world to her. And it didn't cost me a penny. Right. So you can do this stuff with, I mean, you don't have to be married. This may be a roommate. This may be a coworker. This may be somebody else that you value um, that is significant in your life and you can make their day better. Uh, I like one of the things that, that Dr. Phil McGraw says about his wife, Robin, he says he wakes up every morning and he asks himself, what can I do today to make her life easier? Yep. Just one thing. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. And you can do that. You could do that with your sponsor. You can do it with your sponsee. You can do it with your, your best friend, a coworker. Yep. You could do it with somebody you got a resentment towards. Wow. Think about That's that. That's how you change that,
0: right? That That's how, you, how change you change it. that resentment or change that relationship, that, that maybe that negative relationship. But I mean, that, that, I mean, the, those things are are perfect. I mean, me and my wife have a great relationship now, and it gets better all the time. You know, and there's little things like, like what you're talking about. You know, I get up uh, days that I don't even have to get up. Right, she mm-hmm. works on the weekends now mm-hmm. sometimes. I'll get up and I'll make her I'll make her breakfast. Nice, because she works these long shifts and she can't leave work. Um, so if she, if she doesn't eat something in the morning, she doesn't usually eat at all until she gets home and then she sometimes she'll get home at eight o'clock at night uh and you know even if i'm you know i worked a 12 hour day and i'm dead tired i try to make you know make sure that there's something uh ready to go when she gets home to eat because i know she's going to be hungry when she gets home right and i know she kind of i mean it irritates her if, if i'm sitting there watching tv and she comes home from work and there's nothing to eat, and because she's she, got to do she more she tells me by banging things around. <laughs> they do that very well.
1: well, honey. What's wrong? Absolutely nothing. <clears throat> if I, march said this. I'm tired, to say, and, goes, and I'm hungry. She goes, "You know, I came to the realization that if I didn't do this, this, and this, it wouldn't get done." I said, "What are you saying?" And she
0: goes, "What are you hearing?" <laughs> So maybe you should put that on your uh, <laughs> right. your honey do list uh, for the next time, right?
1: One of the things that I that I and we're out of time, but one of the things that I appreciated about some of the the people that that, that answered this question, what have you learned from your significant other while in recovery? What, was there seems to be a sense of of wow, I really I really realized that they loved me unconditionally because I was a knucklehead, right?
0: You and know, we need to we need to honor that if they we do if our significant other stuck around right after putting up with all our shenanigans um we need to honor uh that and make sure that we take care of them and and give them whatever they need uh to feel to feel happy and feel good and feel loved yeah you you bet. know i I just wanted to you know this the reading or this devotional that we got our topic out of today. Uh, references first Peter 3 7, but it only gives like uh, like paraphrases like the first or second sentence out of there. And I just want to read this because I think it's important. Uh, if we have time, yeah, go ahead, go for it. So, uh, it says, This is the, the new uh, the NLT version. Uh, it says, In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives, treat her with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner. When they say equal, they mean physically, mm-hmm. um, not in any other way uh, than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Um, and, and I liken that to, and this comes out of the Life Recovery Bible, so uh, I look at it as referencing my new life and my re- in, in, in your recovery in, recovery in yeah. Christ and all that. Uh, so <clears throat> she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. If you don't treat her as you should, your prayers will not be heard.
1: Wow! Think about How's that. that right? Think about that. Why aren't my prayers getting answered or even heard? Well, maybe the way you're treating other people has a lot to do with this, right? Our closing song is by my friend, good friend Denise Bridges, and uh, she sent this to me the other day, and I thought Dave's hey. gonna like this. <laughs> Any relation? Uh no to, to, to bridges uh... <laughs> hands across the bridges <laughs> Um she, her band is called Child of Mercy you can visit their website at childofmercy.com uh, here's Denise with her rock and song Way Truth Life check it out the rockin' music of Denise Bridges from Child of Mercy. Visit their website at childofmercy.com. Don't miss out. They got some great rockin' God music for you that is, well, it's gonna enhance your recovery, I promise. Until next time, this is the Monty Man along with Dave Fleming reminding you that you are entitled to overcome.